0: To agronomy for farmer success, a podcast brought to you by Osmus Farm Supply. Today we're going to talk with Trevor with the Osmus Farm Supply Seed Department. Trevor, can you give us a little introduction to yourself?
1: Yeah, so I'm over here in Esterville at the Esterville location. I've been here since 2010, so about 10 and a half years. Um, graduated from Iowa State in 2009. Took a job right out of college doing something similar, and then uh, a year later had a chance to come home. That's where I'm from. Yeah, came back here. And been doing, you know, kind of the same same role since I've been here.
0: Trevor, can you tell us who within Asmus Farm Supply comprises the seed department and who we could contact if we wanted to talk about seed?
1: Um, Bill and Rake is our seed department manager. He's been here the longest. He was the one who hired me. Um, and then I came in 2010, I'm in Esterville, I'm the one to talk to if you're looking to deal, um, with the Esterville location on seed. And then in Okabena, there's Eric Haberman, and then Doug does a little bit of seed as well. Both of those guys uh, are involved. And in Fulda, you would talk to Eric Winters or, uh, Kevin Adolph, who are both, both equipped to, to sell seed if you want to deal with those guys.
0: Okay, so it looks like we have about every Asmus Farm Supply location covered with seed in one form or another, either through AFS Seed or a Pioneer dealer. You mentioned that AFS Seed is located in Esterville, Okobina, and Folda and can be contacted with yourself, uh, Eric, Kevin, Doug, or Eric, the other Eric. Yep, two Erics. And then Bill schrader um, is the manager and he is located out of the rake office now that we covered who and where we can get afs seed what brands of seed do we carry
1: we carry bravant midwest agrigold and stein and then we do a lot of cover crop seed through Milborn seeds in south dakota the agrigold came on board my first year so 2010 they've been here that long at the time, we were a new tech dealer that has gone through a couple different changes, and now now it's Bravant, um, kind of down that line. We picked up Stein oh, four years ago, I believe, um, to fill a hole when Prairie Brand was, was merged and, and went away. We picked up Stein to fill that hole. And then Midwest, we just picked up a couple years ago, and we've seen some really good things out of there. Mostly they're corn products, um, and we're pretty excited about what they bring us They bring us a little bit of different genetic backgrounds a lot of times. Between the three different uh, corn companies, um, Bravant Midwest and Agrigold, we get a little bit different genetics from each one. So we have a pretty vast offering.
0: There's a lot of fluidity in seed companies. And sometimes a smaller company is bought out by a larger company. It's hard for farmers to sometimes keep up on the little companies in the seed industry. How does ASUS Farm Supply ensure that you're always going to have a seed company represented?
1: So I think one of the main goals that we seem to circle back to and talk about a lot is offering choices. Um, we've had opportunities to to sell, you know, a couple other brands, and and you would have had to be exclusively those brands, and that's not a road we really want to go down. You can look at the soybean seed market right now, and pigeonholing yourself in one platform whether it's uh, dicamba beans extend beans or e3 beans we want to be able to offer everything um, we want to be able to give the girl whatever works best for their their operation that's not always the same thing whether you know it's conventional corn liberty beans anything we want to be able to offer a vast amount of options
0: so by having the multitude of different companies and not narrowing yourself to just one company you have a lot of options to offer a customer how do you track those options as far as performance and goals for the next season um
1: i think we do a really good job of uh giving everything an equal shot so personally out of the esterville location and the other locations we all kind of do it a little bit different but i think our goal is the same. I have a plot that will range anywhere from 40 to 50 hybrids of corn and 20 to 25 varieties of beans, give or take. My goal with that plot isn't to get a big data set out of it and tell you this yielded X amount of bushels better than Y. I want to be able to look at things throughout the year. So we'll put pretty much the full line of products in from each of the companies we offer on the corn side, and, and we'll evaluate. The guys will come over to my... My plot's really the only one that's that large and has that many hybrids. So they'll come over and we'll we'll look and we'll learn. And I think part of what I look at is my job is I gotta parse out some of those some of those hybrids that maybe don't work or maybe they just have a really special fit. So we combine what we see out there in the plot and then we do use the data, but I don't lean on it too much. Um, But then we start combining it from what we can either see at other plots or data from other plots, and you see if everything lines up. And hopefully you come away with, you know, four to six hybrids of corn and beans that can be a little more just because of the different trait platforms. But we want to really get down to a core group of things that will work in different situations.
0: So if a farmer wanted to come in and say they are looking for a specific trait, they wanted early vigor, they wanted um stock stability you would be able to go back through your data and find something that would fit for them
1: yeah i can go back through my notes so last year was about as good a year as i had to actually evaluate the plot because we put everything in the ground so fast that we weren't still planting beans when corn was coming up so i got to look at a lot of emerging corn which is something that doesn't happen a lot um so from the emergent standpoint i got really good notes on things there we happened to put our plot in a spot where it got hit pretty hard with a heavy rain early on so we did stress it and we got a really good evaluation out of that and then you can you know i can always look at at stock strength and things like that late in the year and i've got good notes coming off of last year on what things did so we've we've got a pretty good grasp on a lot of the characteristics
0: you were talking about having plots now do you do a plot day where farmers can come out and view the plots I don't do
1: a, a set traditional plot day. What I try and do is, I try and get a hold of people, and if they're interested, we go out and we can go look at what they want to look at. You know, some people, some people don't care about any corn that's over 105 day maturity. That's fine. We won't we won't spend time there, but we'll spend a little more time in that 98 to 103 day stuff. And I I, I just found that to be a better deal for the grower. Um, they're a little more engaged, and it's one-on-one usually, so they're willing to ask a bunch of questions, and you just, I think they get a little better information out of
0: it. It seems that you have a wide variety of products to offer, and you have created that one-on-one traditional Osmus Farm Supply customer relationship with your seed buyers by creating a custom plot tour for them to only look at what they want to look at. You can offer them specific varieties and sp- specific characteristics for what they are looking for. If somebody were to want plot data or trial data on the varieties that we have, do we have that information available for them?
1: Yeah, I've got, I've got some here in Esterville, and I can, I can always get that to um, whatever sales agronomist they might be dealing with. Uh, otherwise, Bravant and Gold have really good online data databases where you can sort through things, you can look through locations, um, and you can go get data on their products on, right online. Uh, and yeah, we. But other than that, yeah, we we keep that data, you know, for as many years as a key hybrids around. We have how it's performed.
0: It seems like you know the ins and outs of the companies that you are offering and the, and the different varieties that they have. So that's a lot of information to keep track of. And you do a very good job of rattling it all off the top of your head because I hit you up this morning and said, hey, Trevor, we're going to do a podcast on the seed department and didn't really give you a lot of notice today. And you'll come up with all this information just in a quick little chat with me. So if a customer wants more information on a specific um, brand of seed and a specific characteristic they can give you a call and you're going to be able to get that information to them right away
1: so yeah if you just give me a call send me an email what, whatever we can we can get you about whatever information you need maybe i have it on the tip of my tongue and maybe i don't but if i don't you know we have the resources you'll find it
0: and you're also talking to farmers that are out there growing these products too. So you're getting not only the information that you have in your trials and your plots, you're getting information directly from other farmers growing those varieties and coming back to you as well. And that's a pretty big geographic range when you look at the area that Osmus Farm Supply serves, correct?
1: Yeah, I, I would say that's most key on soybeans actually right now because on the E3 platform this time, new things are coming and so many of them are coming so fast and we can't, I can put a strip plot in of these new products, but a strip trial in beans to me isn't worth a whole lot. So I can go talk to um, our processors and if they grew them, they can give me a review of a lot of these new things coming out and tell us, you know, tell us about the characteristics and, you know, do they handle high pH really well? Is there a white mold issue? On the bean side, that's, that's been really key here for the last two or three years with so many new things coming out. Uh, and on the corn side, yeah, we, you know, when we sell corn, we keep track of it for the year and we know how it did.
0: And that just goes back to the Osmus Farm Supply way of doing things, of having that one-on-one and that customer relationship with our growers and our seed customers. Last year was a pretty big year for drought. What did we learn on the seed side of things for, those that were in drought conditions.
1: We were pretty fortunate. With a lot of the hybrids we had out, we seemed to handle it pretty pretty darn well as as far as talking about how our products handled things. Um, A drought like last year is tough because everything was so good, at least in my area, everything looked so good up through fungicide spraying, and then it fell off. So we had a lot of guys put a lot of money into a crop that, maybe around here if it wasn't corn on corn the corn was still still pretty darn good but not nearly as good as we thought we had you know in july up until august really fortunate that our hybrids pulled through you know we had a new hybrid that was supposed to be maybe a little bit weak on drought and it ended up probably being the best hybrid that we had out there all year so you know that's that's maybe fortune a little bit, a little bit of luck doesn't hurt. Because we didn't place it with the idea that it, we placed it with the idea that it was going to get the best conditions possible, and it still hung in there. So it feels good when that happens because you just proved that the the weakness of a product isn't much of a weakness. So we can go forward pretty heavily with that particular product. I'd I also say there was we found some pretty large differences in genetic backgrounds and what handled drought the best and and what what was what kind of fell off? Maybe he's lost stock quality. Um, maybe didn't finish out as well. So I, I mean, it was a pretty interesting year to look at some of those things.
0: Not only is Trevor looking at them, all the other Asmus Farm Supply locations that sell seed are looking at them as well. And like I mentioned earlier, that's a pretty big geographic location. So we had some areas in our sales service area that did not see drought we had some areas that saw severe drought and we had everything in between so making sure that our agronomists and our seed salesmen are talking to each other which is a pretty unique situation when it comes to seed sales and crop protection and plant nutrition and making sure that everyone's talking together gives us a unique opportunity to look at different things now, Trevor is talking to the seed salesman in other areas and getting their feedback as well on different varieties and is able to translate that back to his customers. So even though maybe his area didn't see drought, he can talk to somebody else that's more severe or the opposite way around. Maybe somebody had too much rain or it got too hot. They're, it grew too fast and they had some stock snaps and or they had other issues. It is a unique situation where we have... Within one company, a number of salesmen talking over a large geographic area, which gives us a unique perspective to relay that information back to our customers and have a wealth of knowledge off of one season. And not only do they have one season, they have a multitude of many years of experience in this area. So, Trevor, as we close out our introduction to the Osmus Farm Supply Seed Department, anything else you'd like to add? No, I, I
1: think we covered the basics, and like I said, we want to offer a lot of different options. and Obviously, we want to offer high-quality options. We think we do that. We think we've um, structured our brand mix to offer different traits. Like I said, genetics from from four different backgrounds, if you will, Um A lot of stuff to look at and sort through, and I think we we give the grower as good options as you can you can get out here right now between the four companies.
0: Trevor, I'd like to thank you for being the voice of the seed department, and we will be back with Trevor on some different things as the season progresses. But as he stated, if you would like to come out and visit any of the AFS plots, just give your seed rep a call, and they will get that scheduled for you within the season, and you can come out at any time. I mean, if you're really looking for, hey, I want to see what this, what the varieties are looking at at Emergence. I want to see what they're looking at at Tassel. I want to see what they're looking at at different times. You can come out and look at the plots and schedule a tour at any time during the season, correct? Yeah,
1: yeah, any time. I think anybody will be happy to happy to make that work i know everybody gets spread a little bit thin you know during that that post post um, herbicide application window but i think i think everybody would be happy to make that
0: work out thank you trevor for sitting down with us today yep thanks thank you for listening to agronomy for farmer success if you'd like any additional information please contact your trusted Osmus Farm Supply agronomist. Please make sure to subscribe to Agronomy for Farmer Success on your podcast player of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and more to be notified when new episodes become available.